Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Ball Caps and Bagpipes. I am John of the Glasgow Comets, uh, singularly first baseman, and uh, here's my podcast partner. You have the passport to prove it, you're John. So. <laughs> and I'm Jason Durr, former league president and Baseball Scotland Hall of Famer. And uh, yep, there's the passport. And excited to be here tonight because we you're going to cover some new stuff and I'm going to cover some old stuff. And this is right in my wheelhouse. So this is a good one. We are going to take a trip into the olden times. Um, fortunately, I know somebody who's been here uh, since then, uh, Mr. Bell there. Uh, former uh, league president of the Elite uh, Baseball Scotland, former Edinburgh Cannon, and uh, current and forever Baseball Scotland Hall of Famer, the proprietor of dugoutclassics.com. Um, we're going to talk uh, this past Sunday's games. Uh, we're going to talk this coming Sunday's games. We're going to talk the All-Star game, because that is uh, tonight, as we are talking, it's probably, what, four hours away? And we are going to uh, talk about a bit of Scottish baseball history. Uh, let's see we get started with a recap of this past Sunday's games, Jason. Great. Uh, what do you know? What do you tell me about it. You had a wild weekend. You tell me what you know. Yeah, um, I had a pretty busy one. Um, so our Glasgow Comets went over to Tapeport. It's um, our first ever league game against Tapeport. Uh, obviously our first ever competitive game at their field. It's my first time ever visiting uh, Tom Waddle Memorial Field. It's easily... Um, and I'm not saying this with even a hint of hyperbole. For me, it is comfortably the most beautiful ballpark in all of Scottish baseball. I think Jason West and his team have done an absolutely tremendous job putting that place together. Um, it feels like a proper baseball field. It's got a backstop. It's got like dugout uh, baselines. It's got um, a, pro a proper mound. It feels like a ballpark in a way that very few places in Scotland do. Um, and the scenery. I mean, the scenery is, you know, it's the coast of Fife. So it's absolutely stunning. Um, to be there uh, this past Sunday um, was such a pleasure. Um, and it helps that Jason and his club are so welcoming as well. They're such nice, uh, such a nice bunch. Um, overall, one of the, you know, some of the most, I mean, I had mentioned last week, that the, the week before against the Galaxy, uh, last week's game was probably the best and most exciting game of baseball I've been involved with. In terms of a day out at the ballpark, uh, this one has to be uh, right up there. Um, we had uh, the Comets and Tayport played, uh, obviously, a development game, which I played in as the first baseman. And uh, I got any of my first AAA action of the year as well, as the uh, Glasgow mm -hmm. Comets ran out 15 to 9 wins over winners over the, uh, the Tayport Breakers. Overall, a great uh, performance uh, offensively, I think, by both teams. Uh, Tayport, I'm quite I was surprised by Tayport, to be honest. Uh, you know, they're making a lot of really good solid contact. Uh, you know, there's nothing immediately wrong with their fundamentals in terms of their fielding and stuff like that. Um, it just feels like they should have a, a better record than they have. And uh, I've said this, I don't know how many times now, but it is only a matter of time before they start to click um, and, and turn things around. Um, you know, overall, a very good and entertaining game of baseball. Um, I had a really big day, uh, probably my best offensive day ever as a baseball player. I'm very proud to say in the development game, I went one for one with an RBI single and the walk. And in the AAA game, which I came into midway through, um, I was three for three with another walk and another two runs batted in, plus two stolen bases. So uh, I, the wheels. Pretty, I, I felt pretty great uh, afterwards, man. And uh, you know, I feel like this team, this Corbett's team, 
and I've I've had a lot of I've said a lot about the you know I've I've spoken at quite a bit of length uh, with you um, and I've mentioned in the past on the podcast the affinity that I feel for the 2014 Comets team the original season um, I've begun to feel this current group um, is right up there uh, with that team with that team feeling and that, and that team chemistry uh, and like we touched on last week there's not just the kind of Comets chemistry but also there's the separate chemistry with the, the development guys and, and also the AAA guys and then there's the overarching kind of club identity that we have um, just a great a great group of players to play alongside and it was good to get another win on the board um, but again uh, Tayport great hosts a really solid team uh, it's only a matter of time before they start to win ball games and you had a minor celebrity there somebody that's actually been on a Trivial Pursuit card we did yeah he's been on a Trivial Pursuit card and more importantly he has been on the hit podcast Ball Caps and Bagpipes as part of the NLBM <laughs> uh, yeah I, I had the distinct pleasure of meeting big Andrew Brown uh, at the weekend, Andy Brown uh, and uh, Andy B is an artist on Twitter. Uh, if you want to check out his work, uh, which would include now um, the ballpark uh, from Sunday, he live painted the game. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure meeting Andy and his lovely mum Moira, uh, who's up with him uh, for the for the game. Uh, yeah, just a, a great guy. Uh, it's always you know they always say don't meet your heroes and stuff like that, and like. Uh, you never know how it's going to be when you meet someone that you've seen on TV or that you've uh, interacted with uh, only from afar. But uh, meeting him in person, he's he's such a warm and such a lovely person that uh, it was it was just an absolute pleasure. Um, and the work that he did while he was there was absolutely top notch. I can't wait uh, to get hold of a print. Um, you can see the finished design, like I say, at his Twitter. Um, so I would recommend anyone watching or listening to to check that out. Um, yeah, uh, just a, overall, like I say, an amazing day at the ballpark. Nice one. Like I said, like, it's always nice to be uh, involved in these projects where you meet people like Andy. He's also on the board for the Josh Gibson Foundation thing we're running. Um, yep. And we can touch on that a little bit there. Um, so, yes, so it's nice to be running the same circles. I'm, I, you know, if I had the time, I would love to meet him. Maybe one of these days he'll come to Glasgow and Edinburgh. It's a much shorter trip for me. <laughs> Not that Tayport's that far, but uh, it'd be good to get him up there and actually yeah, have a nice chat yeah. with him. So, you know, someone who actually is fairly visible within the MLB community mm-hmm. over here. So, in talking with him, it does seem like that as his plan is to come back at some point when he's got the time. Uh, and the opportunity to do so. So I think he will eventually come to either Glasgow, Edinburgh, or both, possibly. Um, so it's only a matter of time, I think, before we, we see Andy back at Scottish Ballparks. He was very he was very happy with the, the experience of getting to paint uh, the, uh, the the Oilers field last weekend and this past weekend uh, being in Tayport. He was really seemed to enjoy himself. So I think we'll see him back, and uh, I would love to see him again. He was, he was like I say, an absolute gem. I believe you can get prints from him as well. Eventually, those are, this painting is going to turn into a print, right? Yes, yeah. Um, like I say, if you if you check his uh, Twitter at Andy B as an artist, um, there should be details there for how to pre-order a print. Um, like I say, I'm I'm going to get one. Uh, it's it's. Did you ask him to what? paint you into the into the painting? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. No, I managed to restrain myself from from. I'm not a complete egomaniac. <laughs> <laughs> You could have just pointed, so that's me, right? Yeah, that's you. Okay, that's <laughs> yeah. You, you, just just put a big G above that guy's head. That's that's John. You can say you can tell your wee man that was you. So <laughs> of course, yeah, I'll be telling everybody like this is me. This is actually me. Exactly. So. Yeah, they'll be like, that's way too thin to be you. That 
I'd be like, ah, you're, you're right. Okay, I admit it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's move on from that game. Uh, like I say, great day at the ballpark. Lovely to meet Andy. Good to get another win. And great to, to play with the, the breakers and meet uh, Jason. Again, Jason West. Oh, one other thing, actually, before we do move on. Uh, Thomas Haywood, recent guest to the show, was the home plate umpire on Sunday. So it was excellent seeing Thomas as well. Um, so yeah, he he was uh, he was he was on the call uh, behind the plate. Uh-huh. And did he throw you out? Did you did you did you cross that line? We talked about where the line was. So did you push that? <laughs> I've never been chucked out of a game in my life, Jason. You know I'm way too well behaved for that. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm, I'm an umpire one of the games you're playing in now. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, let's move on uh, to what I think was probably the surprise of the weekend. Uh, uh, back in Glasgow, the Galaxy hosted the Edinburgh Cannons, your Cannons, and the Cannons won 8 nothing, which was a surprising result for me. Obviously, we've seen the Cannons, uh, after a lot of hype before the season, struggle a couple of times in the derbies with the Devils. Um, but for them, they've managed to blank that lineup that the Galaxy have. Uh, quite an achievement. Uh, very well done to them, and uh, a surprising result, I think. Yeah, I, I said I, I didn't get the uh, the game report. That was my bad. I was busy with kids all day long, so I would love to hear more about who pitched to, uh, and who the key players in that game. A shutout in Scottish baseball doesn't happen very often, so you know it must have been a very yeah. well pitched game because you know there's been a lot of you know two to three, three to four games, and most of their they're more ten to eight than anything else. So a shutout is going to be a pretty good game. Yeah, eight nothing. Let's be honest. I mean, eight nothing is a low-scoring game in Scotland, and um, you, know, you would you would normally expect eight runs between the two teams in the first couple of innings. Was it the same? It was a three-inning game, wasn't yeah. it? Was that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, our, our two-inning game in the development uh, game uh, back in April was like seven-five. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. mean, it's it's so un- unusual to get a, one like you say a shutout in two such a low-scoring game. So it's obviously been a very well-played game overall. But it looks like the the Cannons have been able to find uh, a couple of innings where they connected with the uh, the hits that came up big. Um, a big uh, a big result for them, I think, one that could kickstart their season. Um, and for the Galaxy, I think they've got to be disappointed being at home uh, and, and being blanked by the by the Cannons. Well, we'll get more information. We'll get about to you. That was my fault for not chasing up. Uh, all I can say is I have I have small children running around on summer break, <laughs> so my free time is non-existent. I mean, um, you know, the, the the baseball Scotland website I think is going through some some kind of admin changes and stuff like that, and they're they're, they're still catching up with this sort of schedule and stuff like that. So it's not actually up to date yet. It hasn't been updated this season yet. So, um, and we rely quite heavily on the website. I think uh, historically. Um, so we're just kind of having to glean what we can from posts on Facebook, which in our league isn't always, it's not always the most consistent. You know, not, not every team, not every team has the time or the, you know, the resources to yeah. Out, yeah, to be putting out uh, posts every week. So we just kind of go off of what we get. Um, sometimes the most that you'll get is the final score. Um, obviously, games I'm playing in, I can give a wee bit more on and any games that you go to. Uh, you usually have your back to, as we found out last week. Yes, exactly. So all of 4th of July, the back to the game. So, at same thing, I, I still have pictures from the week before that that I haven't mm-hmm. even uh, put up yet. So, uh, yeah. eventually, I will populate our Instagram account with a ton of pictures from that. And, uh, of course, if you have any pictures um, from the, the games, please do tag us, and we will share them there because we do have uh, why well, we have a lot of people here in Scotland that are obviously interested in the weekend, week out stuff. We do actually have a lot of people in the States that are following us and really interested to hear about baseball in Scotland. And a lot of people are very passionate to go, oh my gosh, these 
these guys are playing for the love of the game. And, and uh, so, yeah, so please do tag us anything um, and we'll definitely share it with our friends back in the States. I should say North America. So I shouldn't just say the States because we do have some Canadian followers too. <laughs> Typical yank, is it, aren't you? Typical yank. Uh, you know, I think it's just, uh, I don't know, I'm tired. <laughs> so I'm not thinking those from the truth. Well, I'll be honest, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's perfectly reasonable. Like he says, guys, he's been run off his feet these uh, last couple of weeks. I mean, you've got obviously the man cave is still being pieced back it's, together. It's and, not as stinky as before. It is dried up. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. I'm glad to. Hear. I'm glad it to was, hear that. It was pretty rough last week. This week yeah. is not so bad. I guess the, the hot weather is helping, uh, so I can keep the door open and kind of air it out there. And the only thing that didn't survive overall now is just the baseball cards, which wasn't a huge loss. And I'm more gutted about the box they were in because that's harder to come by than the baseball cards. <laughs> um, how are you getting on without the label printer? It worked. It, it dried out and it works again. Oh, nice. That's kind of like when my PlayStation 3 came back from the dead. So, yeah. Once, it, it, go ahead, tell your story. Yeah, one, one day I was watching X-Files and I poured a bottle of Pepsi uh, all over my PlayStation 3 and it died and stopped working. And I was like, shit, I've just destroyed my PlayStation 3. But then like three days later, uh, I tried it and it came on and it's been fine ever since. So it's been held together by Pepsi now. My PlayStation, my PlayStation 3 is Jesus Christ. That's the only <laughs> that's the only uh, <laughs> it's the only logical conclusion. Uh, yeah, no, you know what? I, I get, when I first pulled it out, I got, it got power to it, so I kind of kept it for a while on the hope that maybe it would dry out it did of course it didn't help me writing out about 50 labels before that <laughs> so i could send out all my orders that it just came in but everything's got a label again i'm quite happy about it it makes my life so much simpler for all these orders especially with all these project 70 cards i'm selling i'm selling yes. uh, like a hundred of these are coming in every month so to uh, luckily a lot of people buy a couple of them and start helping out but when i get a lot of single orders it is a pain in the butt to write everything out there and I've got to give it to the postie, and he's got to interpret my writing. And I've not written in three years as a stay-at-home parent. So, you know, <laughs> I, to give you an example, I wrote one note. Lisa asked if Dahlia had wrote that note because the writing was so bad. <laughs> he's also so very I, old. He <laughs> struggles to hold a pen. <laughs> I'm going to wear my D-backs jersey again for the rest of our shows. <laughs> now, Jason, uh, a couple of comments to quickly jump to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Convoy has uh, said that she how hard is she in pitched the shot out in Glasgow, oh, and wow. so massive, uh, massive congrats to Harris. Uh, I think I don't know how long Harris has been playing. Uh, it's not a name that I immediately recognise, but um, you know I hope he's aware of what that means. You know the achievement that he's just uh, accomplished because that team, the Galaxy, have been by far the best team in Scottish baseball for years. Um, so to be able to blank that lineup is quite an achievement so well done Harris um, also got a wee uh, comment from Tapo always welcome it was a fun day uh, I couldn't agree more um, than I do to be honest for that it was it was great um, we have one more game to get to and uh, I believe it was the game in Edinburgh this would be the Edinburgh Diamond Devils who continued their excellent early season offensive form with a 14-4 victory over the Oilers um, did you get down to the game this past weekend? No I did not get down to the game no, no. Um, you've made your <laughs> you've, you you've wait to, your son is six years old and you have nothing yeah. but playmates on the weekends <laughs> yeah you'll um 
you've you've fulfilled your 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 obligations for the year. You've appeared for July the fourth and got all the out for the. <laughs> no, for the no, no, no. We'll, we'll we'll get down to another game there. Um, I can't remember what I did yesterday, let alone Sunday. So yeah. <laughs> but yes, we'll get down there. We'll get some more of the games in there. So um, it's family day. It's usually what it is. So. So uh, on top, you have your Glasgow Comets, uh, four and zero. Um, yeah, the Devils have played one game more than the Comets. Uh, they are at four and one, so very tight at the top. Uh, Edinburgh Diamond Devils in second place there. Um, behind them, uh, on matching two and two records, are the Edinburgh Cannons and Granite City Oilers, respectively. Uh, so a couple of five hundred teams there. In the fifth place, you've got the Glasgow Galaxy. They're sitting at one and three after four ball games, and after week five, the Breakers are at the moment winless in five. So that's the standings uh, as far as we've been able to put them together. Um, in terms of like number of games back, it's like, I have absolutely no idea how to work that kind of shit out. So, um, <laughs> we'll worry <laughs> about that just, later. That'll just have to wait until the second half um, or the uh, the website getting updated. Yeah, we'll figure um, that out at some point. So Yeah, but another great weekend of Scottish baseball. A full slate, you know, no more, like we said last week, and uh, obviously you don't want to jinx it, but, you know, there haven't been any further COVID issues. No. Um, so again, massive props to everyone across the league for following the protocols and restrictions for, you know, you know, just being at the games and, and getting these games in every week. Uh, it's, it's, it's good to see the league being so well run. Not only that, uh, I'm glad to see that they get the game in Edinburgh because that was a small lake after the, <laughs> the floods down there. <laughs> was it so- really bad? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was, I mean, I left because the the man cave was flooding, and mm-hmm. it was already to a small lake. So when you come down from Inverleith Row, the kind of the small hill on the opposite side where left field comes down, there are two yeah. uh, sewer holes or water drainage holes there, and both of those had popped up. and And then the 15, 20 minutes ahead when it was raining, it right. was starting to reach the tree. That's how flooded it was. Jeez, yeah, yeah, no, it, it was pretty great. bad. <laughs> it was it was pretty bad. It, it was like a small lake out that way. So uh, I know training had been delayed because they wanted to look at it there. So at least it dried out enough that they could get the game in. So uh, props to whoever sorted that one out. Definitely, yeah. I think all too often it's easy to forget just what goes into making a baseball game happen. And if uh, if the slightest thing goes wrong, it can take quite a while and a lot of effort. So whoever's put out the uh, the time and the effort to get the field into some kind of playable shape. Uh, absolutely 100% applause. Um, that's tremendous. Okay. Let us move on to something that I know you're very excited about. Um, you teased it with me just earlier today. I have no idea what's going on. It's important to add that little uh, extra bit there. I don't know what's gonna what we're going to talk about here, <laughs> so this is going to be fun. Um, so it's, uh, there was T-Side t- Cobras and then two covers of a magazine called Play Ball. Why don't so, yeah. you fill us in on uh, exactly what's going on this week? So I've made a friend uh, on the baseball card group over here named Led Coderre, uh, who is from Detroit. I asked, I asked if you knew Wolfie, because if you, know, if you knew Wolfie from Michigan, you knew Wolfie, <laughs> which he didn't. But he used to play baseball here in the 80s, early 90s, and he's currently in uh, the process. Of, he just sold his house and he's moving to a new one, and he was digging through his stuff and he found these old play ball issues and the t- from 1991. So there's two issues. We have the first issue, the second issue, and then we'll discuss that. And then we have uh, a, a program from the Tayside Cobras 
have a 92 here. So we'll talk a little bit about that as well there. But so this is back when there was a Scottish league and this was a fanzine for Scottish baseball and softball. Although softball wasn't really there, but I want you to guess how many teams do you think there were in Scotland in 1991? I'm going to guess more than there are now. <laughs> That's not what, that could be a lot. A little bit. So, okay. Is that including the Wellmano teams or not? So I want you to give so, me a number. Am I included? Is it just baseball or softball? And baseball? It's just the baseball teams here. Just for baseball. I'm going to say in the region of 24. 24. Wow. That's a big number. What, is it less than that? It is less than that. We, there are nine. There are nine teams there. Only nine. Only nine. But hey, you know that's pretty good. So uh, yeah. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you which teams there were. But uh, one of the first thing is uh, the league champions of 1990 were the Kirkcaldy Warriors. Do you know who wow. coached that team? Possibly Bill. Shield, Bill the umpire. No, it was Gordon Dean, aka Wolfie. Wolfie. <laughs> Wolf. Yep. Back when so, Wolfie still had his marbles. Back when Mofi still had his Marvin. So, yes. So, there's a nice little article about their 1990 World uh, League champions. Yeah. Uh, and they talk about that. And it's really funny. Uh, but, yeah. So, some of the teams that existed. Um, there's only actually one team that still exists today. And the rest of them are all different teams. The Edinburgh Diamond Devils. Yes, before they changed their name. So, originally. The, the Was Reaver, this when they were the, the Reapers or the Reavers? Reaver, the Reavers, yeah. Yeah. We had uh, Nick Clark come on and talked about that back then. Uh, I don't know if that was he may have been along a bit later than that, but I remember um, Nick Clark talking about the change from the Reavers to the um, Devils was something to do with rugby or American football. Yeah, or there was like a that. rugby team that took yeah. over the name of the Reavers. So interesting, it wasn't the Edinburgh Reavers; it was the Reavers Edinburgh. And I, I, the reason I say that is because the guy who did the magazine was Keith mm -hmm. Graham, who I, who I've met once, uh, and I know him by name, and he mm -hmm. designed the whole thing there. So I don't think he would have put the names backwards by chance, mm -hmm. but that was it. But the coach of, of the Reavers of Edinburgh was Donald Brochi, who we had the cup tournament a couple of years, last this year. Right, ago. Yeah. So he was the coach back in 1999 of the Reavers. Now, did we ever figure out who the hell won that? I remember after it had happened, none of us knew who had won it. I think everyone, everyone was a winner. <laughs> Where to go with that? Everyone was a winner for that one. <laughs> but all right. Look at the ball caps and bypipes, the most. Terrible baseball podcast in Scotland. Well, well researched baseball podcast well, in Scotland. Well. So, so there was a team in Glasgow. Do you want to guess what the team name in Glasgow? Glasgow was? Stars. No, it was before the Stars. It was the Comets then. No, it was before that. It was before the Comets. Yeah. The Glasgow. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna stump you on that one. Because I know there was a previous Glasgow Comets, which is where the Comets name now came from, and I think Comets was where Galaxy then came out of. Yeah, I'm sure that's uh, what, and the stars again. They had the stars. The Glasgow stars, thing. yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was the stars existed in uh, 2003, 2004. I want to say. Oh yeah, yeah, because Geo was part of that team. Mm -hmm. um, so you had the comets way before that, but then before them there was something oh, else. Sorry, there was the, there was the comets. My God, hey! I, there, there was there was the Glasgow comets back then. Yeah, but there there was a second Glasgow team. I know that there was the Strathclyde Falcons. Nope, the Strathclyde Falcons did not exist there. So they don't time. exist at this point. Glasgow. Yeah. Is it thanks. something that should be obvious? Is no, not at all. No, not at all. I, I can see yeah. how you get the comments. You go from there. Yeah. But so it's not like the Glasgow Crans or something. 
<laughs> it um, is the Glasgow Diamonds. Glasgow Diamonds. Yep. Yeah, that wouldn't have heard of that. Um, there were the Dundee Dodgers, which we've talked Dundee about. Dundee Dodgers, yeah, yeah. We've talked about them previously. Which um, I believe was quite a force in Scottish baseball once upon a time, am I right? So it was in the uh, under 12s. So yeah. Or under 15s. They they won the national champions in yeah. like 97, 98. I don't mm. actually have the exact date of that. But um, interesting to know how they went there. And then when they grew up to play in the adult leagues, they didn't get the playing time as much. And yeah. they've all gone elsewhere. That's why we have Davey Farr to come on. And he can fill that gap for us. He'll be able to yes, tell us indeed. a lot of it. Yes. Yeah. So at some point. But so we had... The Clydesdale Kestrels. That Kestrels? Were based in, yeah, they're based in Lancashire. Yep. Thanks. So, so somewhere that back then there was the the, the Kestrels. Maybe so in talked, like maybe in 10, 15 years when I start playing, I'll revive the the, the Kestrels out here in Lanarkshire and start my own team. You there think? you go. That, that would be it. Uh, we talked about the Warriors, obviously with Gordon. Yeah. So, um, and there's a, a ooh. So interesting information I just picked up, and I'll talk about that there after I'm done. Uh, the Glasgow Diamonds, the, the Reavers of Edinburgh, the Paisley Saints. All right, okay. Just like yeah. St. Mirren. That's probably where they get, they probably get their name from St. Mirren, the, uh, the football club in Paisley. But, I mean, that would, uh, could be. I mean, yeah. but, you know, we, we, there was obviously uh, the Falcons that were there previously, so who knows mm -hmm. if they've devolved from that way. Um, so... The the Flintree Bishop Briggs Braves. What? Yep. <laughs> so yep. That's so, as yeah. bad as that. That's as bad as that. Uh, Yankees Triple A team, the Scranton slash Wilkes Barre uh, Rail Riders. Yes, exactly. You just kind of play wherever yeah. you feel. Just like call it. them Scranton. What's wrong with Scranton? So yes, apparently the Flint, the Flintree Bishop Briggs Braves. So they were a team back in the day, and this team I have heard about. And I, funny enough, there was a movie made about it, or a short clip. I shouldn't say movie. But there was a, that's not there. So Indeed. there was the West Lothian Wildcats. West Lothian Wildcats. And where was this clip? Is that something that the audience can find? So I think I might have it on YouTube. I have. All right. I actually, let me see if I am. This is trying to see if I can find this. Ah, two seconds here. So this is going to work really well on the podcast. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> Um, but I do have. We'll just play some some elevator music over this part. Do, 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 so do. this is called Stealing Second, and it was uh, a video that we shot four years ago. I had the DVD kicking about somewhere, um, and it was um, a short clip made by a former West Wellington Wildcat um, who had drawn inspiration from their team that went like 0 and 20 that year. And used it to that, and it was a short clip that we're hoping to build into a, maybe a longer movie. I don't think it ever happened. Um, I'm still in touch with the guy that directed that, but I uh, it was shot in Edinburgh over a week, three days, four days, um, and there was quite a few of us who volunteered to be part of the cast there. Of course, there was no speaking parts, but uh, I had my film. My, I wouldn't even say my film debut because I've been in another film, but um, I, I had my. Uh, I was there um on parental leave with daisy and it had cast members watching her as i pitched to the guys so they could swing the bat yeah. <laughs> and I if you want up. if you want jason there to say one word in a film you have to stump up i uh, yeah. 
<laughs> so, uh, and I stick out like a sore thumb because I'm not wearing the same uniform as everyone else. I've, I've got my throwback Tampa Bay Rays one. So you could definitely say I'm not there. But uh, I have fond memories of that because it was on parental leave with Daisy. I had a time off to go do that. And uh, I have the DVD kicking about somewhere. And funny enough, I actually uploaded some of it on YouTube. So maybe we can link to that or maybe I can ask them to put the whole thing on YouTube. Um, but it was a good time. So uh, the West Lothian Wildcats. But what I was noticing when I was looking at this is there was a team, a women's team known as the Kitty Hawks that played against Aberdeen in 1978. Called the, the Kitty Hawks. The Kitty Hawks. There we go. Didn't realize that. So no one can claim to be the first women's team anymore because the first women's yeah. team was apparently in 1978 and they were the Kitty Hawks. The Kitty Hawks, yeah. So we'll have to ask Gordon about that because he knows about that. Really okay. Yeah, we need to try and we need to try and get some more info on the Kitty Hawks from, from Gordon. Kitty, I, I, Hawk, I, Kitty, Kitty Hawks though. Yeah. That, 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 that's it. So um <laughs> so yeah so that that, that was the, the first issue of there so yep. i don't actually know how many this i will scan these at some point i, I have yep. to go find someone that I can actually scan these and yep. talk about there and uh they, there used to be uh stores actually had equipment according to the adverts here um and there's some interesting articles about that um they talk about that you know they, they gotta recap the scores on who played and whatnot Again, Scottish baseball score. So um, the Reavers played the Diamonds. Final score, 24 to 23. So 30 <laughs> years later, nothing's changed. Yeah. <laughs> and let's see. What is, is this the one that has it? Yeah, some of the scores. Diamonds, 18. Reavers, 7. Warriors, 31. Wildcats, 2. Reavers, 29. Kestrel, 38. I mean, how long did that game take? 29 Seven, to 38. 38, 29. Yeah. Oh my God, that's like a... 67 run ball game that is definitely a, a, a softball score there so um yeah. and then they were they're promoting the england scotland game that was being played in whole mm -hmm. uh the 12th of august of 1990 and let me see i think it's this one yes and they have the final score any guess what the final score might have been is that it's not the one that Matt sent us, was it? Because that was an absolute. That was from like the fifties or something. No, that was that's way later. Ago. This, this was nineteen ninety. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say that Scotland won it, and I'm gonna say that they won it twenty-one to thirteen. Nope, not even close. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Final score: England thirty-one, Scotland one. So we got contained, in other words. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it, it was not 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 a very good game. It was uh, apparently yeah. uh, the the first ever international game between Scotland right. and England. So okay. so, you know, so that was an interesting one there. And uh, yeah. but yeah, it was. Uh, they were saying that it was quite disappointing to see the final score of that. Yeah. But hey, you know what? Um, there's always been a lot of talent down there as well too. So I, I you know, there, there's a bigger pool of talent to pull for. Um, and so, yeah, so that was interesting. 1990, we had the, the first international game between yeah. England and Scotland. Um, That's all right. We beat them in the Euros. <laughs> there you go. Not personally on the park, but we beat them eventually via Italy. <laughs> so, so then I've got the official program 
now it's got the comments. I got the logo of the original Glasgow Comets, which I'll have to Great. get you a photo of that there. Yeah, and it must is have it been similar? pretty much it's yeah. there's, there's obviously no g it's got a nice little script uh glasgow on it on mm -hmm. a diamond with a comet with a ball on it you know i mean mm -hmm. this this was it would have somebody who had, had to hand draw this in 1991 so that you couldn't do a whole lot with it mm -hmm. um but it's a, a official program the tsi cobras and it is the fair city baseball tournament that happened in sunday the 28th of june 1992 in perth so there was clearly some interest of people playing baseball in perth yeah. or it was at least uh held there to draw to draw interest there so a three-team tournament um funny enough there was actually it looks like a a baseball shop or a, a shop in perth that actually had baseball equipment there wow you would actually get baseball shoes there imagine that we can't even get baseball shoes now here <laughs> oh god that that reminds me um whose shoes fell apart during the game because that's happened before too <laughs> um so at one point during the Triple A game when I was in the game, but my boot went from being like this to being like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was running around with this boot flopping off. So I had to change into my I had to change back into just my, my trainers. Um that was <laughs> oh dear. I also oh, I almost almost broke my nose with a baseball bat as well. Um so one of my teammates David in the dev game threw a walk and when he chucked his bat over it came toward me. And I kind of held my hands out to try and walk it from hitting me. And the way that I put my hands out, my hand hit the bat on the way back and I threw it, I basically threw it right into my nose, the bridge of my nose. So uh, that happened. And I also couldn't see out my right eye for most of the day because of a fly. Um, so quite, it was quite an adventurous Sunday. So if you're, if you're listening on the podcast, it looks like John has gone five rounds with Mike Tyson now. So it's... Uh... <laughs> No, he's actually all right. But yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm flattered. You, you think I could go uh, five rounds with Tyson? But I, I think you go... could run around a ring for at least three minutes for five rounds. <laughs> I would be, I would be lucky to last three seconds uh, with Mike Tyson in a boxing ring. I would oh. never enter a boxing ring with Mike Tyson <laughs> or any professional fighter. I do not like to get hit. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, you could run around for three minutes. You'd be fine, you know. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, no, you, you obviously fine. So yeah, so that was all. That was it. There, it was just kind of uh, on the backside of this. It talks about the Tayside Cobras fixtures yeah. for the '92 season, um, and it's just a nice piece of history that I didn't know Definitely. existed yeah. because you know this would have been somebody had published this. Keith Graham obviously published published this. I'll have to reach out to Nick, who can reach out to Keith to see by some way chance he might have some old copies. This he's moved to Canada. Oh gosh, I want to say a decade ago. So I doubt he has right. any of this stuff there. But just a little interesting insight to how baseball was played here 30 years ago. Yeah, it would be even it would even be lovely if we could somehow get him on the show at some point to talk about uh, back in those days. Uh, if you have uh, any way to contact him, um, it would be nice if we could somehow get him on to to chat about it and see if he has any any memories he wants to share from those days. Well, so I, I asked Glenn about that because um, he's come on, the, obviously, my other show, Teen Tops, to talk about his baseball card collection. Yeah. And uh, he says he has no memories of that because it was almost 40 years ago. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> and I was like, hey, you, guys, I, you really have to jog some memories out to actually mm -hmm. go and do that. So uh, maybe... You never know. Keith might have more stuff he remembers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I've forgotten more baseball than I can re remember these days. So, um, baseball you know, in the last 20 years has been kind of a booze soaked 
um, anything goes environment. So I can only imagine it was like 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's one of those things. I mean, if it was a Scottish league, that means they weren't traveling much. So yeah. I, I think originally they went to back to the BBF in the late 90s because they needed better competition. I mean, yeah. for, and I think that was the reason why everyone kind of switched back. Okay, we'll do the five hour drives to go and play the Liverpool, the Manchester's, the whole. And, uh, but yeah, um, you know, just really interesting that baseball was played in Perth. I mean, that's the first I've heard of anyone playing baseball in Perth. Um, and there clearly was a, even a store that carried baseball boots. I mean, who would have guessed? Yeah. No, I know a baseball shop in Scotland is something that you just wouldn't imagine uh, being a reality. <laughs> in this day and age. Um, that was a great segment, though. We should uh, try and revisit stuff like that as much as we can moving forward because I really enjoyed learning a wee bit about baseball in Scotland in the early 90s. Who would have thought that we would have a chance to do that? Uh, we've got some uh, some more comments here. Our buddy Stuart Anstead uh, is thrilled to see you repping the Giants. <laughs> hey, Stuart, how you doing tonight? <laughs> yeah, baby, uh, his exact words. Um, <laughs> So another uh, post here from the Breakers. Uh, Diamonds was also the name of the AM football team back then. There is a promo video that is not to be missed. So Glasgow Diamonds, American football team. Uh, we'll share that onto the page uh, later on. Um, Simon McClelland uh, comments, I remember meeting you at the fields when you were filming it. One of my few visits back. I think that's referring to Stephen Second. Stephen Second, yeah. And you know, I'll ask the guys if we can put that up on YouTube. I know I've got one clip where I just clip my stuff there, but the whole like it's, it's a twelve-minute clip, and I'll ask them if it's okay if I can upload the whole thing. And and, and I think it might even be up there now um, because it's been a few years, and I will definitely share share that with you guys. Yeah, that would be great. And uh, David Farr's commented actually it was nineteen ninety six. Dundee Dragons Youth won the British Pony World Championship. So there you go. Well, there you go. Yeah. No, see, we need to get Davey on. He can fill those gaps for us. So yeah. I believe that. I think Davey actually played on Sunday. Oh, did, yeah. did, did you not know? Were, he, were you not sure? Well, he pitched to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the velocity doesn't seem to have gone away. Um, Still, still throws uh, quite a bit of gas, from what I can see. Oh, see, maybe, maybe we'll have to go and, and suit up one of these games. I've actually never faced Davy. He's only we always played the same teams. So, I've always, I've, I've always said that that it's inevitable that you'll be back. I've said this. Is <laughs> really it's not happen. You keep asking. You know, both teams are very stacked. They don't need somebody to go and sit in right field and be like, "Back in my day, I used to pitch three hundred pitches a game." <laughs> Listen. We don't have reserve clauses in this league. You could come and play for a Glasgow team. Just saying. Ice bitter, right? I, I, two cans of iron brew, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, man. Like you could, you could play for a Glasgow team. I mean, we've been teammates enough, so. Like I see, you know, like I see, I've already got that. You got to top that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I've got, I've got Pepsi Max. Pepsi, no, nope, that will do it. There's not enough sugar in there. Funny enough, well. that that bottle there is for Simon. So when he comes to the states, I've been I've been oh, literally okay. saving this bottle of Iron Brew for Simon for, for <laughs> two years when he comes to visit. Uh, so so it's still here, Simon. Still waiting for you to drink. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it hasn't gone bad yet. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it hasn't gone bad yet. That's not 
<laughs> that's that's not very uh... so this is the same conversation we had with mark donaldson he gets real iron brew in the states simon gets real he's in the, simon's in florida he gets real iron brew in the states where we we get the knockoff version of it sons of, sons of bitches in yeah exactly so um <laughs> so you just have to be really nice to simon and ask him to bring back some iron brew for you so you can have the real stuff again oh yeah now that you say that, now that you put it that way, he's not, he's not a son of a bitch at all. I don't know where that came from. I'm very sorry. Um, <laughs> Mr. Convoy comments, having seen Jason swing the bat recently, he'll be in the single A game. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Oh, dangers in the heart. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, okay. There might have been a little rest there. I'm not going to lie. Listen, listen, Gaffer. You concentrate on getting that website updated and leaving our <laughs> podcast partner alone. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's, that's brilliant. I love that comment. All right. I'm not going <laughs> to live that one down. <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's wind it down a bit because uh, we have gone a wee bit longer than we had intended tonight. Um, before we go, it is the 2021 Major League All-Star game tonight. Who do you have uh, taken the victory in the Midsummer Classic? Ooh, I, you know, I'm going to say the NL is the NL stadium. They're used to playing in Colorado. So I think just by advantage of the pitchers being there previously might give them that slight edge. I mean, it's an all-star game. I just hope they have fun. Um, and I'm rooting for my Mariners and I'm rooting for Taiwan Walker. He's a former Mariner and I liked him last year. So I hope he gets into the game because he's throwing an inning. And uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I should be fun. I, I might try to watch a little bit of it. So who do you like? You're going to go with the AL? Uh, no, I'm actually, I'm actually in the same boat as you, to be honest. Uh, I think that top to bottom, the AL has a bit more quality. Um, so I expect that the uh, National League will do, do well today. Um, you know, I think as well, the, the, the All-Star game has the designated hitter, doesn't it? Despite yes, yeah, we, 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 we don't yeah. need any pitchers batting. Yeah. I, think, I think that that always... That always um, I think that that always uh, helps the National League. It gives uh, a National League kind of top top caliber player um, who might not get in as a starter the you know the DH spot, whereas you know you might see an actual DH from the American League get in uh, as DH from their side. So yeah, I think the the Disney there in these situations always I think plays in the advantage of the National League. Um, overall, I think they're just better quality. Did any of the all-star t- selections surprise you to the people that named the starting nine? I'm, Did I you even really, know who the starting nine is? I, I haven't really watched a whole lot of baseball this year, so I can't say that the starting all-stars are like overwhelmingly surprising to me. Like it just feels kind of I see the names and I don't none none of the names jump out to me as being unusual. Um in terms of how good these guys have actually been this year, I'm largely kind of so if I say Adam Frazier, you can tell me which team he plays on. The Pirates. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Is that a guess? Or did you actually just know that? I, I knew he was with the Pirates. Uh, I just wasn't sure <laughs> if he was still there because the Pirates are like your Mariners. They have a tendency to throw their, their best players at uh, other teams. Yeah. <laughs> Especially it's, it's usually around this time of year, actually. Uh, but the Mariners uh, are, are above 500 at the All-Star yeah. break. They we're doing all right. So yeah. I, I, I'm not watching any games to not jinx them because I notice as soon as I start watching games, I'll jinx them again. So uh, I just catch up on the next day. 
See, I did that, and then I watched Garrett Cole's last start, and he pitched a, a complete game shot out, mm-hmm. 329 pitches. Um, That's because so, he was able to hide that spider attack really well. <laughs> and then I watched on Sunday, and they, they blew a five-run lead in the night, so I don't know. I'm probably just going to go back to not watching again. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, let's have a wee quick look forward to this coming Sunday, and here's your full slate of games uh, that's coming up. In Aberdeen, the Granite City, the Oilers are hosting your Glasgow Comets. Uh, that should be a, a good game. I think, uh, you know, it's first versus second. Uh, no, it's not. It's not first versus second. I'm thinking of Devils. Um, it's the Oilers and Comets. <laughs> Oilers and Comets, right. Yeah, OK. Now, the, the second place Edinburgh Diamond Devils are actually in Glasgow, facing the Glasgow Galaxy uh, in a game that should be a, a stonker. Um, it should be an excellent baseball game uh, between those two teams. And uh, also the Tayport Breakers are visiting Edinburgh to face your cannons. So that's the three games that we have coming up this Sunday, the 18th of July. And of course, we will be back next Tuesday to talk about those uh, and recap them. And uh, we have a potential interview set lined up. Yes, we do. Uh, we were supposed not- to have it this week. But yes, um, they, they, well, they just got Wi-Fi installed yesterday, so <laughs> so we're not gonna. So, so he's gonna confirm that he's good to go, yeah. but he, he wants to come on, and uh, yeah, we'll have uh, somebody. We, you, know, you probably don't know that well, and it'd be good to get interesting stories out of him. Uh, and that's all I'm going to hint on for now. And once he agrees that he's available next Tuesday, then I will yeah. uh, let you guys know who it is. But yeah, I'm excited to talk to this person. I think he's got a really interesting story of how uh, he got involved in baseball. Perfect. Uh, thank you so very much to everyone who's watched tonight. Um, the audio version will be out uh, in the next day or two. It will be heavily edited. And uh, we'll sort of... <laughs> sorry, no, what are you going to edit it out? the video. Um, uh, catch us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash caps and pipes. If you're watching the stream, you already know that. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube. Just uh, search ball caps and bag pipes on YouTube. We're on Twitter at caps and pipes. I'm on Twitter at John Caps Pipes. He's on Twitter at Bubble and Baseball. <laughs> I'm not even going to go to all the handles I have. Yes. And uh, if you if you want to take a shortcut, you can just go to linktree.com slash caps and pipes, uh, which includes everything, including even Instagram and stuff. Uh, you can subscribe to his followers on any of the usual kind of podcast platforms, Spotify, iTunes, and the rest. And uh, anchor.fm slash caps and pipes is <laughs> a homepage for the audio podcast. So we do have some big news we were going to end right. on okay so we are switching suppliers to stream our, our videos so hopefully next week all going well we'll be on facebook we should be on twitch and youtube so if you don't follow us normally on facebook we'll have you covered on the other two channels there and please do like and subscribe for us to do that because i think we need like what 100 followers is that what it is to actually get a vanity url for youtube okay yeah, we need to get a few more people. <laughs> we need more than the three people there now. And I know we have more than three. But yeah. uh, yes, as, as soon as we get a certain amount of subscribers to our things, that means we can mm-hmm. actually, instead of being a, a jumble of 20 different letters and numbers, yeah. we can actually be caps and pipes or ball caps and body pipes. Yeah. So if you prefer to watch us on that, please do subscribe for that. It makes our life much easier. And, uh, and then trying to explain 
just go to Linktree and follow everything there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's big news. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, my, to my teammate, Chris Kelly, I told you to watch this space, didn't I? Uh, just this past Sunday, I mentioned to him because uh, he was talking about YouTube and stuff and he wants it to be more readily available elsewhere. So that's in the pipeline. If not this coming week, then certainly I think by the, the following week we will be doing a, a simulcast to all those different platforms and taking over the world. Jason. Yes, eventually, yeah. One social media channel at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so very much to everyone who's watched. Thank you for listening. If you're catching us on the audio stream, I've been John McKellar. I've been Jason Durr. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bobby Benia.